This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What happens when you put a career-focused woman with two kids trying to balance home and work life in a room with a microphone? Lots of laughter, tears, and great advice. Welcome to Two Kids and a Career. She's back. I am talking about Jamie Case, Executive Director, Gateway Pet Guardians. Jamie joined me for episode two, and she's going to be here for quite a few episodes. We have lots of stuff to talk about. Um, Usually, I get an idea of what I want to talk about, and I tell my guests, and Jamie has no idea what we're going to talk about today. Not a clue. (laughs) Jamie, I have... Uh, something I want to talk to you about, but I'm not going to tell you what it's about because I want it to be organic and so totally real, <laughs> which these conversations are. But usually, like I said, we have somewhat of a a combo about what we're going to talk about. So are you ready? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, being the executive director at Gateway Pet Guardians, obviously you're an animal lover. Yes. And I am struggling with, and, and it's it seems silly, but I am actually really struggling with, am I really an, an animal lover like I say I am? Apple was our baby. Yep. And all the sayings are true. She's not our baby anymore. Nope. And um, again, I guess this goes back to comparing yourself to people on social media. I mean, but I do see people like you that it doesn't seem like, you have that issue when you post like your dogs are still as much in it as they were before. And the reason I bring this all up is a lot of people around here make fun of me because they're like, we don't ever hear about Apple (laughs) and Apple is our bulldog. And they said, we haven't seen a picture of her in forever. And I fight, I go, Oh my gosh, you're right. I was looking back at social media. Oh my gosh, you're right. Oh, Oh yeah. Oh, it happens. And it's, it's not, I, yep. Yes, really? that's all I have to say is yes. I, I mean, and dogs are very vital part of my life outside of my family, right? Like this is what I do for a living. And but you have to make that sh- shift in some. Mine were my babies too, and and they're still my babies, but they they've taken they definitely take a back seat. Really? They take a second seat. Absolutely. I mean. I can't tell you how much time my dogs spend outside. Now, they love it, and our door is just, like, open in our house, and they get to come in and out, and they live the best life. But the kids are priority. And, and you know, it's funny when we're, we're in this place right now in, in animal welfare where um, we're trying to – we're solving a really big issue, a really big societal issue. And one of the pieces of that is how animals end up in shelters. And – for a variety of reasons, kids, um, moving, you know, housing issues, um, allergy, you know, all those normal things that right. you hear. When you know people that don't have children, it's it's easy for them to say, I, "I would never get rid of my dog because of my children." We can't judge people for that. If if you don't feel like your child is safe, or or the the issue of like, I'm not giving my dog enough time. 
kids suck the life out of you and and you don't and you don't give your dogs enough time and we have you know we have um we have two young dogs we have a, a we adopted a lab mix so we had we had two older dogs um one was uh just passed away recently he was 15 um he was our original baby and let me tell you that first one when they pass away is the worst thing ever um and then we had a, a, a we have a pit bull mix that's ten now, um, and then we we adopted a puppy. Our pit bull and our our older dog didn't really want anything to do with our kids. They could care less. They you know coexist with them basically, but they're calmer. Mm-hmm. So then we decided we needed a puppy for our kids, just like everyone else does. You know, like I need a puppy. I want my kids to have a puppy. Um, and our puppy was great, but they have energy. And we have a hard time fostering um, sometimes with our pit bull. She can be sassy. Mm-hmm. She's in charge of the household. Oh, put yeah. it that way. Um, so the puppy needed a friend. Um, and so we adopted another young dog. And I will tell you, like, if I if we didn't, I would feel really terrible because he needs energy and attention and love. And, you know, at the end of the day it's it's all you can do to give energy you know some sort of energy to your husband no less your animals well, <laughs> especially with two kids <laughs> and i'm so glad i reached out to you to talk to you about this because you are the expert in my opinion and i think many people's opinion because you do you work for yeah. you're the executive director at gateway pet guardians right. So I really was struggling and I knew I needed to talk to you because I don't think I'm the only mom out there that feels that way. And it just, it's so hard because, you know, people, they wouldn't make fun of us to our face with (laughs) Apple, but I know that they were like, oh my God, she's just a dog. And now I think they're saying, now you get it. Yeah. Because I do remember somebody told me, I think it was my cousin. She was the same way about her dog. And I said, well, is it really true? She goes... about the way you are with your dog once you have kids. She goes, I'll just tell you, it's just, it's different. It is different. You still love them, but it's different. And, and I see that now, like, yeah, we we go to dog events and and now we have, again, our two younger dogs, our social dogs. Um, Again, we had an older dog and we have a pit bull who is a pity mix thing that is dog selective. So she can't go to the pet parade with us and she can't go to the strut your mutt walk and she can't go to all these dog things. Mm -hmm. And our older dog was getting too old to go to them. He just didn't have it in him anymore. Um, So we would go to dog events with no dog. (laughs) And and you felt bad, like people were like, oh, there's the executive director. She uh, now has kids, so she doesn't bring her dogs anywhere. But it was really just a matter of we didn't have the right dogs. Now we do. But let me tell you, it is a hassle right, to take a dog that's crazy and young and two kids. You know, I mean, it's it's different. Your your life changes in many ways for the better. And, and I think that my kids are enriched because of the dogs. And I think my dogs are enriched because of the kids. Yeah. But, but there's definitely a balance. I mean, again, you have to think that we could have the same conversation about our husbands, correct? Yes. <laughs> yes. But I guess what m- messes me up in my head is I, I do, I have said I'm such an animal lover. And you, you don't, that, that doesn't go away. You are an animal lover. But I joke, <laughs> I joke around with Brian a lot, like, Apple's going to live till she's 20. Like that's we that's what's going to happen and we have both said when she passes and we don't, you know, obviously that's going to be hard. We need to take a break from dogs and that 
makes me feel like I'm not an animal lover. Yeah, I don't think that's it. I think, how old is she now? Apple? Mm -hmm. Uh, We're thinking nine or ten. Okay. So at that point, you're going to have a 12-year-old and a... You may think totally different at that point in time. If she lives to be 20, let's say. Oh, I was like, (laughs) what are you... You have a 12-year-old. What math are you doing? (laughs) I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're like... and, and But it might... But it may be more chaotic than it is right now. You know, I struggle... You know, Ella is in T-ball and um, and there's all these camps and there's every mm-hmm. sport and they're all a billion dollars. First of all, it's a whole side conversation. Oh, yeah, because we've already said they're they're hermits. We're not paying. We're not I doing know. anything. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, not true. I, I but... want her to do all those things, but it's so expensive and time sucking. But yeah. anyway, yeah. And exactly. So, you know, I running a, a nonprofit our volunteers work during the day. So I I have a lot of evening and weekend engagements and I feel like the worst mom on our T-ball team is a friend of mine that I went to high school and college with. And he's telling me things about our T-ball team. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And he's like, you don't know anything. I was like, I know Sean's in charge of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so, so I, you know, you feel bad. There's so many things pull you in so many directions that it's, it's just hard in my opinion to <laughs> to give anything the amount of attention i was just thinking that on the way here really? i just i feel so stretched with our kids and gateway and the move and you know saving the world on the east side and having a relationship with my husband and you know i just i feel like s- nothing gets the attention that it needs anymore my dogs you know all, all of the things and that just came to me the other day um and we keep joking around. We even did this in episode two, um, all these different side conversations that we are going to have in future episodes. And and one of them is therapy. And so I Ugh. go to a therapist and we'll talk about that in a future episode because not enough people go. But anyway, I, I told her, I said, I am feeling very frantic as far as um, work is really busy and Home is really busy mm-hmm. and there's no calm time for me. And that's that's, that's what, exactly it. There's no time for yourself either. Right. Like, notice I didn't even talk about myself right. in any of that conversation. And she did say she was like, when when I'm not feeling like I'm in control at work, yeah, it makes it even worse because I, she goes, right now you can't be in control at home with the little ones because there is mm-hmm. crazy times happening. Like mm-hmm. they can't change their butts, right? Or, right, you know right, what I exactly. Mean? Like, so you are on their schedule and you don't have a lot of time for yourself. And so that was, that's the other thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, when am I going to have time for Apple? Like last night I did on the bed. Um, I said, I, I, I got to devote two minutes to her. Yeah. And that sounds so I know. rude, but two minutes, it, it's just been on my mind a lot lately. Like, yeah. This has happened. I've become that person. At the end of the day, the end of the day is usually my time with the dogs. Like if if I'm on the couch, that's my time to dedicate to them to, you know, if if Sean and I are watching a show or whatever it may be in the evening, that's the time when I try to give them the attention that that they need in in the evening. Um, And I've been taking our two younger ones uh, on occasion to the new shelter with uh, with me because they there's no dogs there right now. So they can kind of run around, have the run of the place and they feel like they're getting out of the house and they're excited. And um, and so that that makes me happy. But like I just try to fit 
I think I mentioned in the last time we talked was like work life Jenga. Yep. Like it's not a balance. It's a it's a piecing together all the pieces app until you can game until you can put it all together and and hope for the best. And I know there's someone listening that there there aren't animal people out there. I get it. They're yeah. not sure. I get it. And yeah. they're thinking, I cannot believe this is a conversation <laughs> that they're having. But I believe there are probably more absolutely animal lovers in mm-hmm. the same situation that have felt this way. And it's just, it's hard. And I don't want to be that person that talks to pregnant women. In, in episode three, Erica talked about her infertility and she talked about her dog and the baby. And I said, just wait. And then I felt bad because I said that and she's probably thinking things that I thought when people told me when I was pregnant you just wait that will never happen to me right and I don't know I I I don't know if it's right to to tell people that but everybody's different and I just know that it's been a struggle for me and then I go okay well wait we are giving this dog an amazing life absolutely who what she had before absolutely rescued her was not great yep and then I go, oh, but then she's like, but wait, I was even more cuddled and <laughs> has her behavior changed at all? No, she she's a diva and sassy yeah. and yeah. and no, not really. I mean, then and, I wouldn't worry about it. I think she's she has been so great with the girls. I mean, she tolerates so much <laughs> and, you know, the different things that are. And it's a love-hate relationship, too, between her and the oldest, because some days Lou wants to be all about her, and other days she's yelling at yep. her. And and I know I do feel bad because we are, we're, we're a loud family. We yell, and we, not in a bad way, we're just loud. Mm-hmm. And and our two young dogs are a, a dopey lab mix that's giant, who I'm convinced has Great Dane in him, and an American Bulldog, which is huge and even dopier than the first oh, one. Oh, yeah, because we have the English Bulldog. We yeah, know exactly. I mean, <laughs> just tail in the eyes and knocking over and stealing all the food. And, like, so the dogs get yelled at a lot. Yes. Of, get off the counters. Get off the kid. You know, and then I hear I hear Ella, yell, you know, yelling at them. Yes. <laughs> I always feel bad, like, and the kid love Ella loves cats. And I'm thinking, did we do that to her? Because uh-huh. uh-huh. we have these really unruly, you know, badly behaved dogs that are, like, jumping all over them. And, oh, yeah. you know. Please do the same. I'm like, get back, Apple. And so yeah. finally, and sh- and Lou will scream, get back, Apple. Yep. Like, okay, say please. You just got to say please. <laughs> At least say please. Like, that's all I can do. I so know. I know. It, <sighs> it's just life. Okay. It really is just life. And and again, you, you know, we're trying to solve this issue of homelessness and animals and and surrendering because of a baby is, is one of the reasons, right? Mm-hmm. And... I think that is something that you do need to reflect on is it's worse to surrender that animal. You know, as much as you feel like you're not giving that animal what she deserves, you're her family. She loves you. She's bonded to you. She knows this is a, a weird time in life. Like when the when kids come into your family, they we had a we had a dog one time that was uh snippy and he was a big dog. And we were really worried about having kids and and he was a foster dog and the vet said you know they're these dogs are pack animals that baby comes in as a baby a newborn and the dog learns that they're a part of the pack and you know a, a part of the family and and everybody grows together so you know 
your dog is just a it's she's just a part of the pack and she sees the chaos that's going on she finds her place in in all of that so I, I wouldn't worry that a different life for her would be harder than what you're living right now or what you feel like dogs are so resilient to so many things that I just I wouldn't I wouldn't put too much worry in that and again she's nine she's slowing down she doesn't need the walks and the uh, and, you know all of those the you know the the ball in the backyard and all right. of those things they they slow down after after a while I'm sure she's at that point so yeah. just that you know I think those little bits of love and attention that you can the two minutes or whatever you can do then it'll come back how old are your kids two two and a and half, half and, and five, five months. months yeah girl I couldn't do it <laughs> the three-year difference is a lot and I've always thought like I couldn't imagine them being any closer together twos are hard threes are terrible i'm sorry um and <laughs> i mean even at five you know now she's now ella's five and she can argue with you and 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 oh my god it's oh the the arguments and the um oh god she's trying to constantly manipulate i mean not constantly just well i'll give you one and I'm like, two, one, you, you know, they're just like they're negotiating and right. you're, now they're smarter and they're using big words. And you're like, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> How do we lose control of life? <laughs> oh, man. So it, it it's going to be harder before it gets easier. But as long as, you know, Apple will be there and she'll be just tagging along and all will be better. I will say Charlie being two and a half makes it, it feels better. A life feels more normal. I feel like we could you're not constantly on top of them, right? Like mm -hmm. you probably feel that way with yeah. Lou. Like they're more independent. They can go pick up something or go put right. their shoes on or, you know, all those things. Okay. I feel better. I do. The Yeah. The the two and a half year old and the five month old, I think are where more of the, the chaotic feeling comes in and the out of controlness. So I'm still an animal lover. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and if you're feeling really generous, write me a review. And don't forget to join me next week for a new episode of Two Kids and a Career. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.